it's Ronnie Davis, and you're listening to Eating More, the place to be if you want to learn how to stop eating in ways that make you feel like crap, if you want to end the weight and food war, and start reimagining healthy eating and living. We'll show you how to change your mind, your food world, and your life with less doing and more being. today's episode, I'm talking about why the answer to your health, happiness, and weight and food struggles lies in allowing yourself to just eat whatever you want. That is, more specifically, whatever your body wants. And you have no idea the kind of expressions that I get from people when I say that to them. It's like shock and awe comes over their face when I say the words, you need to eat whatever you want. And to that I ask, why? Like, why have we allowed losing trust in our own ability to make this most basic human decisions for ourselves to become a thing? Like, whenever I say you need to eat whatever you want, people will say to me, wait, like, uh, what I, like, I don't understand. What do you mean I can eat what I want? How does that even work? Isn't that what got me into this mess in the first place? How will I be healthy or lose weight if I live on pans of brownies and eat nothing but sugar all day? And like, so like for breakfast, like what would that even look like? Like what would I eat or like lunch? What, what do you mean? Like, I don't even understand. It's like they literally cannot wrap their brains around just deciding for themselves what they should eat. And they look at me in complete disbelief. Like I am bat crap crazy. And before I go on with any of this, I want you to just sit with that for a minute. There's a very large percentage of our population that doesn't even trust themselves to decide what they should eat. They're actually going through their entire life afraid of the concept and live most of their lives ineffectively trying to force themselves to follow somebody else's food rules. And if you're listening to this right now, I'd be willing to bet you're one of them. And trust me, I totally, totally get it because I was too for most of my life. We have millions of grown adults, brilliant, accomplished, talented, hardworking, skillful people, raising families, running households, even entire companies. And they don't trust themselves to make this most basic of human decisions for themselves. Not only do they not trust themselves, they're terrified to even consider it. Eating what I want got me into this mess. I can't be trusted. I'm addicted to food. I have to eat what someone else tells me. If it was up to me, I'd just binge and eat a crap all day. That's what we're taught to believe. But how did we ever come to believe that choices made from restriction deprivation, guilt, shame, and punishment would ever lead to anything positive or healthy for our bodies. Here's the truth. It's not our bodies that are driving those choices. It's the not listening to our bodies and eating whatever they want that makes us feel food obsessed and out of control around the bad foods because when we're not listening to our bodies, our brains are driving the choices. See, eating is not a learned skill. We're born into bodies that instinctively know what they need. 
bodies that know how to eat, bodies that know when they're hungry and know when they're full. The problem lies in the fact that over the course of our lives, we are taught to unlearn those things and distrust the wisdom of our bodies. We're taught to ignore, to hate, distrust, and disconnect from our own bodies. Parents who, while trying to do the best for us, force us to eat when we're not hungry or to clean our plates even if we're already full because heaven forbid we get up from the table before the plate is cleaned, right? Or maybe they try to control our intake for fear we may get fat. And there's a weight loss industry that convinces us that their magic diet and all of its stupid restrictions is the magic answer to health, happiness, and the perfect weight. Their magic diet that all too often eliminates entire foods food groups that our body knows it needs to feel and function its best. It's an industry built around convincing you that you cannot trust yourself or your body to make this most basic human decision for yourself. They teach us to ignore our bodies and instead eat what, when, and how much they tell us our bodies need. And it is a multi-billion dollar industry that relies on you not trusting your body. They create, the rules create chaos in our brains because they're not designed to manage food restriction. In fact, the survival center in our brains freak out over food restriction. That's what causes cravings, caving, and autopilot and mindless eating. Our brains also learn that eating fills emotional needs that may otherwise not be getting met in our lives or relationships. And so it starts creating autopilot habits of relying on food to fix everything we feel, rather whether or not our bodies are physically hungry or want the food. So let's look at the source. Why do we gain weight in the first place, before the first diet ever? Because we're taking in more fuel than we're burning. It's just an overflow of fuel, that's it. And so why are we doing that? I've seen a number of common themes in the people I've worked with over the years, but it's never ever because they're lazy or lack self-control, discipline, or are addicted to bad things like we're taught to believe. The reality is there are so many reasons why we eat and a large amount of which have nothing to do with physical hunger. They have nothing to do with what our bodies actually want and need. And again, it's just the result of behaviors that are being driven at the brain level. And it doesn't help that we don't generally have an idea of how much fuel is in the foods we're eating. And we have an abundance of foods at our disposal that just have more than we need. Now, side note for a second there, you'll notice that I use the term fuel, not calories. And I do that purposely to try to remove the stigma and emotion from the word because we're taught that excess calories is bad when the truth is they're really just fuel that keeps us alive so we're eating for all of these reasons that have nothing to do with physical hunger it's not our bodies making choices for our bodies in those cases it's our brains making the choices usually subconsciously. And that is why we spend our entire lives struggling with food. Because when we're taught to ignore our bodies, our brain starts driving the choices again, completely unconsciously. So 
weight gain starts simply because we're eating more fuel than we burn. And we do that for a number of different reasons, none of which, by the way, are bad. It just is what it is. And then before we ever learn one single diet rule, all of that can easily be turned around by simply figuring out what your individual cause is. The why behind why you're eating the way you're eating and then changing that. It would literally just be that easy if food rules never got involved. That's not the way that it turns out because we're taught that weight gain is failure. It's stigmatized and demonized to the ends of the earth, so we start feeling ashamed of our bodies. And from this place of shame, we're taught that fixing it requires that we disconnect from and stop trusting our own bodies needs and we follow their rules to fix the problem. But what it really does, all it really does, is work as an attempt to band-aid the symptoms. Starting to follow a diet or try to follow a diet that promises to quote fix the problem is a whole lot like throwing a match on a can of gasoline because we don't want it to explode. It makes everything worse. Dieting, that is losing weight by following somebody else's rules is the greatest predictor of future weight gain. Trying to force ourselves to follow somebody else's rules and not ever eat certain things again because they say they're bad just makes it all worse. Now I'm not getting into the science behind all of that now because I've talked about it a ton of already and I will leave a bunch of links um, in the description below for you to dive into some of that but for now just know that it's literally the way that our brains have evolved over the ent entire course of human history just to keep us alive. So trying to restrict makes us food obsessed and wires our brains to obsess and overeat the very things we're trying to restrict, which is what's causing the continued weight gain over time. Now I know Low carb proponents want you to believe that sugar is addictive and the only way to stop feeling addicted is to cut out carbs and sugar and all of those bad foods, but it's completely untrue. And in fact, it's in the trying to eliminate them all that's making your brain crave them more. Again, I'm gonna leave some links in the description below for you to dive into why I say that a little bit more when you're done here. So then, because we're told that we are what we eat, and all of these foods are bad, we believe that we are bad. We lose trust in ourselves, we feel shame for being bad, and we punish ourselves with destructive and abusive thoughts and with food, either by trying to restrict even more or by overeating or binging on even more. So all of the self-destructive food choices we make that are the cause of our weight and food struggles in the first place are the result of what's happening in our brains are in, and are in fact a large in a large part created by dieting and food restrictions by simply not listening to what our bodies want and need you're not eating an entire pan of brownies because your body wants to do that you're eating it because of the stuff going on in your brain that's driving that behavior. Your body is a thousand times smarter than any book, program, or Netflix propaganda that's trying to sell you a lie about what it needs and doesn't need. You've just been taught to ignore it, and your brain has hardwired compulsions and habits that drive destructive choices. 
when you take the restriction, guilt, shame, and judgment away, you slowly stop your brain's food obsessions. And when you keep it busy by addressing where all of those obsessions and all of the self-destructive choices are coming from and changing them, instead of trying to force control over every morsel that goes in, the way that you eat, the things that you start to want to eat begin to change. You learn to trust and listen to your body when it tells you it's hungry, when it tells you it's full, and when it tells you what it wants. Now remember, what your body wants and what your brain is driving you to eat are not the same things. And you get to start paying attention to how the things that you're eating are making your body feel and making choices from that place. And then most importantly, learning to value yourself enough that you start believing that you deserve to feel good in the first place. It took me a whole lot of years to learn to perfect this process. And in those years of work, I found a very specific set of steps that are required to get there. And when you do this process right, something unexpected happens. Your body starts to go, no, we don't want to feel the way eating that entire brownies makes us feel. Can't we just have a little broccoli instead? Or maybe a half of a brownie and a little salad. All of a sudden, those who previously felt out of control around certain foods don't even really care about them anymore. Or they can enjoy small amounts of them and feel satisfied and happy and move on with their day. So we start eating less overall and we start eating less of the things that make us feel like garbage. Not by force or restriction, but effortlessly without even trying because what we want to eat actually starts to change. We start making choices for our bodies by listening to them from a place of love, nurturing, and connection. Now, I'm not here to argue with you whether or not brownies or whatever bad foods are on your list of no-nos are healthy. I'm not saying that. I've written entire articles about how bad sugar is. I'm not advocating living on processed sugar, on processed foods or sugar-laden foods. What I am saying is that trying to force yourself to not ever eat anything bad again is a huge driving force in what's making you eat the entire pan of brownies. And eating the entire pan of brownies instead of just allowing yourself to have a small piece is way less healthy both physically and mentally than just allowing yourself to enjoy a little piece and moving on. Eliminating food rules is the first step in the process of learning how to do that in the process of learning to eat healthier and even lose weight without feeling out of control and obsessed around food. You're not eating destructively because that's how your body wants to eat. You're not eating an entire pan of brownies or a huge bag of chips because that's how your body wants you to treat it or because you're a pig and can't be trusted or whatever you're telling yourself. It's precisely because you feel like you are not allowed to have it and can't ever have it again that you're driven to eat in those ways. Your brain telling you, you idiot, why'd you eat that? You blew it again. You may as well just eat the rest of the pan and start again tomorrow. All of those thoughts are driving that behavior. 
and they're a normal way that your brain operates. You're eating the way you're eating because your brain is driving the behaviors. Change that and everything changes forever. Again, when you allow yourself to just eat the little brownie or eat the piece of chocolate or whatever, if you really want it without guilt or shame, and you know that you can have more anytime you want more, and you're paying attention to how it makes you feel when you eat it, you start to believe you're worthy and deserving of feeling good in your body, and all of the compulsions and the destructive eating fades away. That's the good news because it means that everything you've been telling yourself about how you're addicted to food, how you have no self-control, how you can't be trusted, all of those things, they're just the result of faulty wiring in your brain, and it can all be reprogrammed. When you rewire that faulty programming that drives the self-destructive choices, you remove the rules and actually start connecting with your body. You start actually automatically reaching for more things that serve your greater good instead of the things that don't. It's a simple but not always easy process, and there's definitely a right way and a wrong way to do this whole permission thing. So the wrong way is thinking, oh good, I can just eat whatever I want and not ever think about food again, without doing all of the other work and while still having those nagging feelings of guilt for eating bad things. That's the wrong way. It will absolutely result in continued weight gain and probably continuing to feel worse about yourself, which will result in more overeating things that make you feel awful. That's not helpful and that's not the way the process needs to work. The right way is actually releasing the rules with no guilt and judgment and shame while doing the work required to understand why you're eating the way you're eating, the habits and the emotions behind your behaviors. Rewiring your brain to change those things and building a loving connection with your body. That's the right way to do it. Now, here's one super simple step that you can start practicing right now to kind of get you started on this process. So first thing, full permission, anything you want, anytime you want. But before you eat, ask yourself, why do I want that? Am I physically hungry? What am I thinking and feeling right now? And how will I feel if I eat it? Do I want to feel that way? And take Extra careful note here when you ask yourself that last question, if you notice yourself saying, I don't care, because that's a sign that you're punishing yourself with food. It's not a sign that you can't change it. It's not a sign to reinforce all of those stories you're telling yourself. It's simply a sign that you're punishing yourself with food. If you eat something consciously knowing that it's going to make you feel like garbage and you don't care, punishing yourself with food and you got to figure out why you're doing that so that you can change it and can you imagine a life in which you just didn't even think about food or weight you just ate what made your body feel its best you enjoyed whatever you wanted to eat with no guilt or shame and you just lived i'm finally living it and you guys it is such a beautiful thing if you need help digging into this process further First of all, start with what I just suggested. But if you need help digging further into it, that's exactly what cognitive eating was created for. I had to do all of this alone. It took forever and it was so friggin' hard. So that's why I created cognitive eating. I bundled all of the steps together 
into a super easy to follow format for you so that you don't have to do it alone. You can get the benefit of what I learned through my process. You've been listening to Being More with Ronnie Davis. Thanks for tuning in. To learn more about embodied cognitive eating training and access free resources, visit www.ecet.online.